The following program is a production of All the Way Live Entertainment. You know what? We all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Okay, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes in the course of doing what you love, you find that you have to step aside and take a quick bath because of other things. You know, life happens. That could be it for any variety of reasons, monetary, education, uh, injury, etc. But the fortunate ones, uh, the determined ones, sometimes find their way back. And this is potentially one of those cases. And you know, I'm not even going to say potential. I'm going to say this is one of those cases. Uh, this young lady was in the professional wrestling business some four years ago, and she had to step away. Well, now she's looking to make the comeback, and tonight we're going to talk about her wrestling career, why she got in, why she got out, uh, what brought the idea of the return up, and everything in between. My guest tonight is the lady known as Beautiful Brutality, Kira Maya. Hi, thank you. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad to to have you on, and uh, I'm going to assume this is relatively uh, the first, if not one of the first interviews you've done uh, since your announcement that uh, wrestling was back on your horizon. Is that that uh, somewhat accurate? Yeah, that this is going to be the first interview back. Yeah. Hey, well then I, I then that's a big perk for me. So. <laughs> So bravo to the Women's Wrestling Network. I, I, I'm glad that we was able to get this exclusive because I know you have some fans out there that's probably been bugging you on Facebook, like, when are you coming back? Why would you walk away? Does that and the other. That, that's correct. And I want to call it bugging. Um, a lot of people were concerned uh, due to the fact that it was about four years ago that I had gotten hurt, um, and I had I had – stepped out for about three months and I came back for a few matches. Um, uh, the, it was about two years ago when I, I finally took my sabbatical and stepped away from wrestling to take care of what I needed to do. Okay. Well, you know, you, you, I'm glad you corrected me there because perhaps bugging would be the uh, wrong terminology. I don't want to make it sound like you get tired of people asking about your, your well-being. That would just be rude. So yes, uh, so we'll we'll change that. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip that around and say inquiries about your well-being. That yeah yeah I, I knew what you meant. I just didn't want somebody <laughs> to get the wrong. I, I know, yeah. I, and you're right because somebody would be like, wait a minute, a bugging? Huh? No, so yeah, we we have to fix that. I I I, I want to apologize to your fans right now. Sorry guys, sorry guys, didn't mean that. Uh, <clears throat> 
So what we're going to do is we're going to take this thing from uh, start to finish. I'm going to try to get as much in as we can because I'm not very aware if you have any other uh, interviews out there floating that, that have informed people about who you are and what you do and uh, why wrestling and so on and so forth. So I want to try to cover as much ground as we can, uh, if we can. Um, so let's take it from the top. The name, Kiramiah, where does that come from? Uh, so, uh, when I broke out in business, I actually was Sarah Frost. Um, I, I stepped away and received some more training under Michael Faith, and after that, I basically rebranded myself. Um, Kira is actually uh, just, I liked the name Kira, kind of like, it, it's, it's very... Dahman kind of feel to it, at least in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so, and then the spelling is specifically for me because, I mean, you see a lot of the Kira's that are spelled with the, the IA's and all of that. And that's just not my preference. Um, Maya is actually, I'm kind of a bookworm. I, and I'm a total nerd. I <laughs> enjoy reading. I love history. Um, and so that kind of corresponded with the Mayans. So that's that's pretty close to where it came from. I'm I'm a larger uh, female wrestler. I have a very different style from other women out there. Um, everyone has their own, and so mine's more of a strong style. I walk I walk in the ring. I wrestle more like a man per se. So that's 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 pretty much the gist of it. Okay, so I think it's safe to say you, like uh, many others in your field of work, went through a bit of an evolution. You said that you walked in as a different name, but you uh, essentially came out and you found yourself and you became uh, Kiramaya. That, uh, exactly. Okay, and, and I think even your nickname changed over time, didn't it? Yeah, I was originally the charismatic Kiramaya. Um and I ran with that for quite some time. It was just a play on words. Uh, but it, when I went down to Houston for a show, I was announced as like this beautiful brutality, you know, it, this brute force that comes in and dominates the ring. And so I kind of just, was like, oh, well, you know, that actually makes more sense than the charismatic because as I do have a personality, um, it it doesn't always show in the ring because I'm out for blood. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm out to win. That's the way it goes. You know, step foot in that ring, I'm going to win, period. Uh, okay. So, so, so is this... I guess we should just jump ahead. Is that an open warning to, uh, to your future opponents there that, you know, it, it's, it's coming, that the, the time for a beautiful brutality is uh, fast approaching? Oh, oh, yeah. So I have been training um, for the last four months on preparing to come back to the ring. Most people will, you know, they'll rub a little dirt on it and you know they might get in the ring once or twice no i have been going and going and going non-stop preparing myself 
or any and all obstacles to, that are going to get in my way. So you have so, taken this very seriously. I I take it very seriously. Okay. Yeah. And, and you can't fault you for that. I mean, I, I wish I could say that everybody did, and I'm sure that you you probably have come across those that haven't, and uh, that we're not going to go off into that today because I don't want you to bury anybody or anything like that, but uh, I'm sure oh, that we, we've seen um, others that have not given it quite the dedication, if you will. So I, I, I commend you for your your enthusiasm and, and dedication to the craft. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, so, you know, now, part of the return is one thing for you to go to the gym and, and then go train and, you know, get some, some exhibitions in and all that stuff. But especially in today's wrestling market, there's a little bit something extra that goes on to being, uh, you know, back in the, on the independence. And that's the marketing of said person towards the fans. Uh, when you make your return, do promotional pictures and, and uh, return video or, or all that good stuff. Now, should your fans be prepared and uh, expecting something like that to be waiting or on your Facebook or your YouTube channel or something like that as well? Uh, yeah, so um, the big thing with this comeback and, and the months of preparation and everything is that it, I didn't take it lightly. I've been debating on it for a really long time. Um, I have brand new gear. I have my boots redone. I have everything prepared and ready. I have promo shots lined up. And before my first match back, everything will be posted and available for people to see. Um, and I'll have, you know, new T-shirts and new promo pics available at the shows um, that I will be attending. Okay. Now, I, I certainly hope for those that are unable to uh, attend the shows and want to see this big return and your new look and all that good stuff like that, that these promo pics, first off, I'm going to say you can you can follow her on Facebook and, and uh, I just look up Kira Maya and you will find her. Uh, but for those that have not and you only know or introduced through these talents through either my site or the podcast, or our Facebook page, Women's Pro Wrestling Network, all one word. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to grab one of those pictures and post up and report on the uh, return so that those that are not totally familiar with you will be able to become familiar as you uh, step back into the ring. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, I actually have uh, multiple forms of social network. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, I mean, you name it, I've got it. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'll be more than happy to provide a, a photo, that way you can upload it or do whatever you need to do. Oh, absolutely. As you know, we, we want to be able to report on that uh, appropriately so people will know. I mean, that's what this is all about, especially when we get these interviews and uh, things like that. So, fans that are not in the area, fans that may not have met you or seen you or, or whatever the case may be, can get to know you and, and know that there's there's new talent out there that they need to keep their eyes out 
for. Um, speaking of training, because we, we did hear you say that you've been going back and there, you've been getting it in. Where did you train? Now, let, let's start with, the, or I should say, where are you training now? Um, I'm currently training over at Metroplex um, Wrestling. It's uh, located in Bedford. Uh, uh, the people over there are fantastic. You know, they welcome me with open arms, and I've known a lot of them for years, and so they, they've been great. Um, I've been lucky enough to have several friends within um, the business that have been willing to step up and give me a hand. Uh, I've also trained over at a, in the ring over at a, wow, uh, rampage. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's all right. You know, you. there's one thing that you as a wrestler always have on your side is that you can blame little flubs like that on chair shots or, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it, chair shots. <laughs> that's, that's, there you go. You always blame the chair shot. Oh, yeah. So, now, <laughs> wrestling, of all the things that you could be doing in your life, why on earth professional wrestling? Um, so when I was a little girl, my big thing was I absolutely hated being told I could not do something because I was a girl. Uh, I tried so many times, like I'm not a lifelong fan for wrestling. Um, and, and you very rarely see that along, um, the, the circuit. I started out actually when I was 22 years old, uh, or no, actually I was 21 still. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. But chair shot, remember? You know, yeah, chair shot, chair shot. So uh, my my parents wanted me to be in dance and ballet and gymnastics. You know, very. It's opened up a lot nowadays, but back then it was very cliche. Girls play with dolls and all of that, and I didn't. I didn't want to do that. Period. I just wasn't for me. I was the girl that wanted to go camping and go fishing, and I I rode horses for the majority of my life, um, and I played soccer. I was very much outdoors, and I wanted to get hands on. Uh, my parents did let me finally play football in middle school because I was bigger than all the boys. <laughs> and <Okay>. so uh, I, I remember going to actually a PCW show here locally. They they are no longer running, um, but it was an amazing show. I'd gone in there and I, I looked at my friend that had brought me and I went, I want to do this. She goes, what? I said, no, I'm serious. I want to do this. This is amazing. <laughs> so, like, I immediately just threw myself into it. I, I threw myself into training. I watched thousands and thousands of videos. And I, I never, I knew wrestling existed because I had gotten caught watching it when I was a little kid. Okay. But uh, it was always turned off because it was too violent for our household. Uh, so, you know, I was an adult at that point. My parents couldn't tell me no. So at that <laughs> point, that's when, when it just, it consumed me. It was just 
everything for me. And it was also an outlet for me because during that time frame, I was also going through a divorce mm-hmm. and it really helped me find myself, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I guess on behalf of the fans, I guess it was sorry that you had to go through that. But on the plus side, the, the fans have you now because of, because of wrestling. And it, and it got you through a, a difficult time, which oddly enough, I, I have found that several people have leveraged wrestling into, uh, I, I don't want to oversell it, but kind of saving them from unfavorable situations. Can I put it that way? Is that that? that yeah, that's pretty political right there. I like oh, it. Okay. <laughs> there, there you go. That's a politically correct way to, to put that across. So wrestling was almost a love at first sight type of thing for you. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I mean, you don't see a lot of people that would just – I mean, it's one thing to go. I mean, I've gone to several wrestling shows, and I don't know if I just got overwhelmed. But man, I got to, you know, got to do it. So to hear you say that you went – essentially for the first time and then just like that boom i want to do this is kind of a amazing thing it's kind of a big deal <laughs> well i i don't i don't think of it that way but i mean i'm not i, I always thought that i was kind of like the outcast because i wasn't that person that grew up watching you know some of the classics you know rick flair and all of them I, I'm the one that just walked in and was like, oh, yay, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see, now we're getting into Akira. You know, I think some of the layers of, of beautiful brutality is peeling back, and we're getting some just just loosen up a little bit. That's great. It's, oh, yay, wrestling. You know, that's <laughs> – but, but I can yeah, yeah. I can support you in, in this much to say – that uh, of the people that I, that I've had interview, and I'm going to give myself a quick plug here. I go Women's Processing Network YouTube if you want to check those out, or go to Podbean.com and you can download these these interviews. Uh, one of which is the current female referee uh, Jessica Carr, formerly known as Kennedy Brink, and I don't think that she was a huge wrestling fan necessarily. She certainly didn't have a, a uh, mouths of wrestling history stacked underneath her so it does, so it's not a big necessity you can always kind of go back and and uh pick that up especially in this day and age youtube and the wwe network and things like that it, there, there's so much wrestling content dvds you can always re-educate yourself so it is so certainly not a slight that you didn't grow up as hey i know who harley race is you know right right <laughs> and, yeah and and thank gosh oh wow for the accessibility that we have with all of the, these different methods of being able to study up and, and, and learn and watch and be entertained at the same time with all the different types of wrestling that's out there. Because, I mean, nowadays you can see anything from any sort of country. It's not just America that you're having to watch. You can watch stuff in the U.K., Korea, um, I know some people that have been to Australia and India and, and Japan is a big, huge market that's out there. And there's, they're similar in a lot of ways, but at the same time, they're different. So you can experience that different culture that's there. That makes It, it makes perfect sense. And, and you are absolutely correct. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell on myself 
uh, in this regard. But I will share one thing with you. When I when I was a kid, there there was a uh, one match that I wanted to see that I, that I had no earthly ability to look at. I waited 20 years to see this particular match: the Road Warriors versus Hogan and 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 was it Fujinami? I can't remember the other guy's name right now. But it took place in Japan. <laughs> I just had a I had a little brain lapse there, but but I literally waited 20 chair years shot. to find that. There you go, chair shot. That's gonna be the running gag, chair shot. <laughs> so, yep. But, but yeah, I literally waited 20 years for that. Now I can kind of just pop online and it's there. So yes, you are correct. There's there's so much available to you for studying and so on and so forth. It's, it's great. Particularly for those of you that are coming up in the business, but you're not coming up. You're 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 making a comeback. Not unless you want to use the LL line and say, "Don't call it a comeback." <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so we will move into. We, we see that you were a fan instantly. You went to a show and lightning struck, and it was bam. I got to be a part of that. The next thing that I would tend to ask is, did you find it? Uh, how can I put it? Did you think that it was going to be easier than what it appeared to be, or, or what it might have become, or did you take to it pretty pretty easy? Was, was it was it easy for you? Was it rough? It's like, oh man, this is this is harder than I thought. Um, so it actually was both. If, I don't know if that's going to make sense or not, but it, some aspects I took to very easily. Mm-hmm. Um. Some it I really struggled with. Uh, you know, I had I beat my body up my entire life, <laughs> and so you know I had certain obstacles I had to overcome. And you know, once I was able to get past those, everything kind of just flowed into place one by one. And so you know, I I didn't have any expectations because I didn't know what to. expect when I walked in um, however it definitely was an experience I, I, I won't deny that there were I poured my blood sweat and tears I've had my teeth knocked out during training oh I I've I've been suplexed on concrete I mean I I felt the world you know rattle because you know and it well let me back up not necessarily because, but a, a female in the industry, they're they're either they're going to be taken a certain way, and mine was that I got treated just like the guys. You know, if you can't hang, then there's the door, hmm. and they were very clear about it. So, you know what? I put my best foot forward, and I trained. Uh, well, I was training five days a week, uh, about three to four hours a day. Now I beat myself up. I, I had bruises. I had black eyes, and, you know, and I wouldn't change it for the world, but it, it, it wasn't necessarily going to easy in that way. That makes sense. It makes sense. So uh, for those that may be listening, let, let's say that there's a young lady out there listening right now who, uh, I'm going to play the the you know I don't say the stereotypical card here, and let's say that there's a, a young lady that looks at Total Divas, and uh, 
her impression of wrestling is a little bit lighter than uh, what you've gone through. Uh, Would that that be considered a word of warning? Like, hey, you know, it's not as light or easy or glamorous all the time as as what you may perceive. Okay, so my training training nowadays, uh, it depends from promotion to promotion, trainer to trainer. That's that's the biggest thing you have to know is not all trainers are going to be like mine. I was expected to be the best. Um, And everyone that came from that school, actually, I'm the only one that's still here. Wow. Uh, because everyone was expected to go. They were expected to put their, you know, put their life on hold and, and, and work for this. If this is something you want, you better be willing to actually fight for it. And I did. I literally fought for it. Um, things have calmed down a lot since, you know, back in them days. <laughs> and, you know, there are really kind trainers there's a lot of you know they're 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 gonna be tough on you don't get me wrong but it's not the same way uh now don't think that you're gonna be able to go in there prance around look pretty you know shake your butt and you know it's gonna work for you because in the in maybe for the wwe you might be able to get in for as a look you, you'll be able to get in and you might be able to train, might, but it's, you've got to be willing to actually work for it. So it's not a matter of looking like a model. You've actually have to be physically fit. You have to be willing to take bumps and get hurt. And, you know, things happen, accidents happen. So if you're not willing to take that risk, this is not going to be for you. But at the same time, it's not something you should be afraid of. You sound as if you have a lot of uh, experience. Uh, I don't know if it's, if you've come across anybody that kind of fit those shoes or you, you just are aware of somebody out in the distance that, that might have fit those shoes. But being that you sound you know pretty educated on that, I'm going to bring up another scenario um and get, just chime in on it if you would uh, there seems to be some others that have gotten placed in the wrestling business because promoters who have kind of the wrong intention necessary you know with their uh with their charge so to speak they they find a, a good looking young lady and they 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 put her into the ring uh maybe a day or two in inside of some some sort of training i don't know I mean, I've I've seen matches where it, even a lockup is kind of difficult for these individuals, and I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, there there are full pages on Facebook that have kind of dedicated themselves to just shining a spotlight on people that they, uh, I guess the term they call them is trash bag wrestlers, and I, and I'm just saying what what they have categorized them as. Have you seen anything like that? And do you put the 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 weights of that problem on the promoter opposed to the the talent, or should the talent know better? Um. So, if that's the case, chances are they do not know better. Um. And and that's 
no fault of their own uh, other than not finding out the information. Uh, when I when I broke in, I asked lots of questions. I tried to figure out as much as I could. Uh, as <laughs> This is a very touchy subject. I have seen, um, you know, the pretty girls get thrown in the ring uh, well before they're even ready. Um, but it's not always going to be the promoter's fault. So you're going to see it happen, but it, and the promoter's going to be like, well, hey, and, and book the girl. A lot of these girls also start out training, think that they are, you know, part of my French, but hot shit. They leave <laughs> training. They, they're like, deuces, I, I got this. And so they go out and they start wrestling and they think they are God's gift to wrestling and they're going to be in the WWE within six months. No, that's not necessarily going to be the case. You have to put in the work. Uh, you have to train. That's the big thing is training is not necessarily about looking good or anything like that. The big thing about training is being able to do things safely. Because if you're not, you're going to end up getting hurt or you're going to hurt somebody else. And so if you are not properly trained, I don't care I, it, what, how this may sound, you need to step back and you need to go and find somebody who is willing to put in the work with you and make sure that, you know, you don't cause harm. Because at the end of the day, you know... <laughs> You, you, you really, really shouldn't be that person, if that makes sense. Now, now I am mean. I am ferocious. I have no problem <laughs> admitting that. But at the same time, uh, I know what I am doing. So if you can't handle that, then I will be happy to escort you to the door. Okay, so now when we say mean and ferocious, we talk about in the ring and and I guess their desire or need for you to slow down if if they don't know what they're doing. Is, is that what we're talking about here? Oh, no, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna purposely like hurt somebody. I've been in the ring with people that are like that. Mm. Um, I slow down. I take my time, um, and I'll 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 it's gonna be a horrible term, but I'll babysit. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to, you know, break a girl's nose because she doesn't know what the heck she's doing. I'll, now, I'll talk with her, and if she'd like to listen, that's great. Majority of the time, they have that mentality already brought into their head because they were brought in as these awesome chicks, and they had it implanted really early. So then... You know, it, it sometimes you got to get hit in the head with that chair before <laughs> before the the lights turn on. If that makes sense. It, it starts to, before it starts to sink in. Yeah. Okay. Now, and I ask that because, like I said, I I get to go to a couple shows. I, I videotape a lot of them and and whatnot for for the purposes of of this channel. And every once in a while, you'll come across that and. And you have those occasions where you, you see the other half of that match and, and you say, I know that this person is good that's in the ring, <laughs> but this match isn't going so great because of, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to avoid using names, 
but you know because of this new talent that's been acquired and they're having to try to do everything possible to, to make it halfway believable right and it's it's not always going to be about that either it's a lot of it has to do with chemistry too you know you, you can have two wrestlers in the ring that have wrestled a million and a half times or just the first time and it'll be the best match you've ever seen in your life then you can have those matches where they just don't click they don't they don't look good together they don't they just don't have that harmony Mm-hmm. Yeah. So clashing you know, of it, styles, it, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, talk about that. I I can go with that. So speaking of styles, now you've already basically described yourself as hard hitting, strong style. So if you were going to get placed in the ring and you say, okay, this this is what I need for Kiramaya to have a good match. Your ideal opponent or ideal type of opponent. You don't have to give a name, but just just kind of pitch me a style. If, if you were going to say, look, you're talking to, to the promoter. If you want the best out of me, you need to find somebody that does this, 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 and this. Um, in all honesty, I wouldn't do that. I'm actually pretty flexible. Okay. I can work just about. Um, I haven't seemed to have any issues uh, in the ring with anybody so far. So... Basically, uh, it's it's not it's not a big deal, really. I, I just I go about my day, you know. I, I'm I'm a professional. I I know what I'm doing, and so you know if if there's issues that do arise, then it's handled, and you know that. But I don't have to dictate who I'm in the ring with, when I'm in the ring with them, and all of that. So, yeah, so, I, don't, I don't know if that really is what you wanted to hear, so I'm sorry about oh, that. Oh, no, no, you, you give me whatever answer you got, because the beautiful thing about that one is I can turn around right now and say, all right, so to the promoters out there, she, she's she's ready, and, and take what you got. So, so whomever you got sitting there in the uh, on the roster, see Kira is is ready to rock and roll with him. Oh yeah, definitely. So that so that's open call to the promoters out there that that you have uh, kind of put yourself up for. So uh, that there shouldn't be any any real big issues, and and you're not overly demanding. Doesn't sound like sound like totally professional. So that that's all well and good. I mean, th- this is great presentation. Well, I'm glad I have your approval. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, you you've been Mr. Green approved. Well, there we go. <laughs> and and that isn't it at the end of the day. Isn't that what we're all looking for? I don't know. This... Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, I was hoping that I would get your approval before the end of this interview. So, of course for me. I know. If you see me now waving my wand, you know that that is that is the sign of approval. So. Uh, we talked about uh, having access to matches and things like that, and uh, you know, being able to do research on a, on a moment's notice. Now, also for the fans, sometimes they just want to see you and see you in action. Uh, is there a match that you would point to and say, hey, if you want to see what I'm all about, this is the match of mine that you need to watch? <laughs> 
Um, you can actually, uh, it, it bites, it's not on YouTube. Um, you can look at clickwrestle.com. Click mm -hmm. uh, you look for cheerleader Melissa versus Kiramaya. You want to see what I'm made about? You need to check out that match. Okay, so that that's a quick sell for clickwrestle.com. Uh, and Melissa versus Maya, that that is the that's the hallmark match so far. It, it's, I'm sure we have. Yeah, many... that's available online. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure we have other many great matches uh, coming up, but as of right now, that is the one. That that's the creme de la creme. Okay. Uh, did you did you hurt somebody in that match? What's that? Did you hurt somebody in that match? Now I'm asking that because I saw the picture of you essentially dragging uh, Melissa by her hair, <laughs> seemingly across the floor. So, so I, that's why I asked. Did you did you hurt somebody in that match? It looks kind of kind of brutal there, but I guess that's part of your nickname too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, she just rubbed me the wrong way, and you know, I I, I taught her a cure my lesson now. The match didn't necessarily go in my favor due to um, I don't necessarily agree with what Russ has to say. And, you know, but I think I got my point across. But, Kira, we have to follow the rules, don't we? Isn't that what it's about? We got to follow some rules. I don't, I don't believe in those rules. That's dumb. Oh. You want to hold on to the rope that's just silly. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, that that's normally how the game is played. I mean, you know, I, now granted, I understand that you may not like the rules, but, you know, you, you kind of sign up for that once you step through the ropes, don't you? Um, yeah, but I, I don't I don't sign up for people trying to take the cheap way out of the match because they're scared or whatever reason they've got behind them. So, you know... And I respect cheerleader Melissa as a wrestler, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> you know, just, just fight back. You know, <laughs> the whole thing I can really say is don't don't go over the ropes. Don't don't try to like get your way out of the situation. You just if you you want to step toe to toe with me, then step toe to toe. Let's go. All right. Is it safe to say that she was your toughest opponent so far? Or, or is there another one that's on the list? Mm. You know, everybody's been tough in their own way. Mm -hmm. um, I've I've been in the ring with numerous people, men, women. I don't I don't care. I'll step in the ring. You want to go? Let's go. All right. As for the the toughest, uh, I can't I can't confirm nor deny. Uh, I would have to really think about it and all, all of my matches because <laughs> I, 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 it's been quite a few. Uh, you know, that I love that answer. I can't confirm or deny. I've, you know, I'm starting to think that you might be going into a, a politician gimmick with that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, I no, not, no, not, not really. Not, not quite. I just prefer to um, give as accurate of an answer as I can. Okay. But at the same time, 
same. You know, my fans do know me. They they have supported me, and you know, they know who I've faced, and probably better than than I know. Uh, so. Well, Being the, a politician, no. Well, well you know, it, it, it's just that confirm or deny thing. I just like that. That that's usually a good way to get out of that of stuff. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not confirm it or deny. I'm just saying, <laughs> she was tough. I'm 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 just saying. There, there you go. All right, so you know, it's, I'm just gonna say we let's put that into the back of head for when you decide to do it, uh, a change down the line. We'll say the the governor. Jeremiah or something like that, maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be, you know, the first woman president. That, that, hey, there you go. That that <laughs> that might be something. You, you, you never, awesome. you never know. Uh, you never know. The hiatus that you took. This was uh, health problems that that brought this on initially yes yes okay. um, so I don't have a problem talking about it uh, the biggest thing is is that when I initially got hurt was at a promotion which I'm I won't say what promotion or anything like that um, I actually didn't know the severity of it okay uh, I just remember uh, I did a move and everything went black and I came to and I was like down on the ring and I'm calling to the ref saying, hey, get me to the back. And they're going, you have to go over the top rope because it's a battle royal. I'm going, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> and uh, I get to the back. And I'm like, all right, this isn't too bad. I'm able to bear a little bit of weight on it. So I have this genius idea of duct taping it. And I borrowed one of the other wrestlers' knee brace, and I cinched that thing on and went ahead and did my match. Um, I, I, I couldn't walk after that. I had to basically get carried to my car. Uh, somebody pulled my car up. I went to the hospital right after. Um, I took a couple months off. Everything was fine. Uh, I was fitted for an ACL brace because I did have a partial tear. Um, but they told me that surgery wasn't going to necessarily be um, required unless I get hurt again. Uh, so I spent a lot of time building up the muscles in my leg and going forward. Uh, if you fast forward a little bit, uh, I actually um, I'm a practicing black belt in Taekwondo, uh, and I was actually preparing for um, a class. I was in my front entryway, and I'm practicing a few kicks I hadn't done, you know, in, in a little while. And so I didn't want to look silly <laughs> in front of the kids. So I went ahead, and I uh, took a moment. And I was practicing them, practicing them, practicing them. And then all of a sudden, I went down. And I had a complete ACL rupture. I had a two menisci tears. I had um, a partial PCL tear, which I had to have complete reconstruction of my knee. Uh, after that, um, a 
few days later, I or, or I had a, developed a DBT, um, which it's a deep vein thrombosis. It's where you develop clots in your knee or in your leg or in your arms or wherever um, in my non-surgical leg. And by the time I was able to get help and I knew what had happened uh, and into the hospital, they started doing the ultrasound to see where it was located and they were going to draw it out. But it became dislodged and the clots ended up being lodged into my lung. So I was immediately hospitalized, spent quite some time in the hospital and all of that. And that's the injury part of it. <laughs> and, you wow. know, I, I ended up, um, I, I, my rehab, my therapy was delayed. So, you know, I atrophied very badly in my surgical leg uh, because I was non-weight-bearing for several months. Mm-hmm. By the time I was able to bear weight, I was so far behind that it took much longer to rehabilitate not just my knee, but my entire leg and, and my hip and my back muscles. And I, you'd be amazed what happens when you don't use one section of your body for that long. So it, it took some time. I, I had to go to a chiropractor, get my back realigned because it had um, actually created not necessarily like scoliosis, but it had actually my hips had misaligned and from being on crutches for so long, and it, it was just nasty. <laughs> wow. I mean, you, that is quite the story there. And as much as that you've given, you've been pretty upfront about that, not just here on, on this show, but you've been upfront with that just on your uh, your Facebook. I saw that you actually posted about that. And I'm assuming just based on the way it started, and I won't read the whole thing, Um this was on the 17th of this month. We're recording this now in uh, September. And it started off with you saying, this is your expression every single time someone makes a negative remark about my return. And then you basically, you know, gave what you just kind of summarized there uh, a little bit more. Um, and you talked about quite a bit of stuff. I mean, you, you have been an open book as far as why uh you've been away and, and the, the problems that you had. And, and I mean, I, I commend you for that. Uh, but the negative remark thing, I mean, I, I have to ask that, um, is, is that common that it, that you felt like, okay, I need to address this and I need to address this now because it's, it's coming too much or maybe, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's too consistent. Is was that, part of why you decided to share that uh yeah so i was receiving messages and i don't normally let that stuff bother me and it really just didn't bother me personally i'm not going to take it that way uh the big thing about it was that people did not understand they did not get it they were not in my shoes They don't know my story. And I don't owe anybody any sort of explanation whatsoever or to try and validate myself. The big thing is is that I had realized that I had only notified my fans that I had knee surgery. 
they didn't understand. And I try to be as open towards them as possible. So with the negative remarks I was getting, you know, I had a few pop-offs about, you know, I, I, I won't name names, okay. but why are you even trying now? You've gotten old, you know, there's all of these, these different little things that were said in a negative manner in a negative light towards me. And, you know, I, I work hard and I bust it and I put 110% into everything. And so I felt that, you know, if, if I had not just said, Hey, I had surgery. And then I was out for two years because of it. When people returned within six months, they didn't know, they didn't understand. They didn't get it. Well, now they get to understand and get what is going on because I have worked hard. And so, you know, I, I bought a fitness plan with this amazing guy, Houston Carson with uh, Lions Pride Fitness. He used to be a wrestler down here in Texas as well. And uh, he had to leave the business. He's retired now, but he's helped me a lot on the way. I've had a lot of help between my therapist and my rehab and everyone else that's been around to support me in this journey. So, you know, the haters are going to hate no matter what. So, but at least you have the facts. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it makes uh, perfect sense. I, I, I can understand that you, you would want to at least, I mean, if for no other reason than, than your fans or the people that actually have followed you and, you know, kind of shine a light on them. Okay. This is the full reason why I, I haven't been in the ring. And, Okay, I, that much I get. I am a little bit shocked, however, that you would receive that type of negative reaction, especially people that I mean, and maybe I shouldn't say shocked because there's always going to be some people out there that's going to just say and do stuff just, just because, uh, and, and for really no good reason. But at the same time, it is shocking that I would hear somebody say, hey, why would you do this? You're too old. Because in my mind, it's like, all right, what is the definition of too old now? Because, right, right. Yeah, I mean, we're literally in an era where, how, how old is AJ Styles? I think he's 40. Samoa Joe's 38, or 30, 37, 38, somewhere in there. <laughs> Hogan at his NWO run was like 42, 43. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting the concept of, okay, you, you're too old to do this. When clearly the precedent is there for those that have... Um, uh, gone into you know some some would say the prime of their careers, you know, in the later stages if we could put it that way. I mean I know a wrestler right here now and I won't name her name because I I don't want to uh, embarrass her but I know that she's roughly my age and <clears throat> and I'm in my mid forties so you know and she's still going and going hard. Oh yeah and. and... You know, age age to me is just a number. Um, I joke around that I feel old all the time and, you know, all of this stuff, but I actually, I don't mean it. It's just, you know, I'm sore that day or, or something talk. along those lines. It's grown yeah, folk it's talk. talk. That, 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 that was, <laughs> that's grown folk talk. For you kids out there, you, you'll get to that point one day. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to vent. Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> I don't, I honestly don't, feel old. Now, there are some days I wake up and I've got the creeps and cracks and, 
you know, all of that. But that's years of damage to my body. Um, now, I'm not saying that I'm damaged, you know, property or anything like that. It's just, you know, you wake up in the morning, you got to loosen up and get get the blood flowing and, and that sort of thing. It's just, but... It, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm 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 the furthest thing from old. <laughs> and, and and to be honest, you know, I've I I joke around that men age like a fine wine and mm-hmm. as they age they always get they always get so pretty and so masculine and <laughs> it's it's stupid. Like it drives me insane how good a man can look when he ages ten years, right? <laughs> Well, I've figured out by looking at some of my photos that as I've gotten older, my face has matured and I've kind of grown into it. And so I I think I'm pretty much in my prime right now. So anybody who wants to hate on my age, you know what, just, just go right on ahead because I feel probably the best that I've felt since, you know, I was in my early 20s. And... I'm just going to keep going. I don't care. Well, I'm going to say I'm almost positive that uh, you're going to have fans that's going to uh, not look at that as an issue regardless. I mean, <laughs> you know, the same way that you just described uh, how some men may mature and, you know, look at him. He just got, you know, better looking with age. And I'm I'm positive that there's fans out there of yours that have said the same thing, so I wouldn't sweat it. So, you know. Oh, I, I'm not. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and if people don't agree, that's fine. But, you know, you can look at actors. You can look at wrestlers. You can look at all these people, and it's like, how do you look better? This is not fair. <laughs> uh, well, so, so you, you're I, working I, out, so I think you're going to fall in line of that too, aren't you? Yeah, it, it, eventually. I'm still not where I, I want to be. I love my progress. Um, you know, I've, I've slimmed down, and, and my weight is still going down, but at the same time, I'm building up muscles. So I understand why the scale is not fluctuating like it was initially for the first couple weeks. Um, and, you know, I was – it sounds silly, but I was tanning yesterday, and – I was standing there, and I looked down at my leg, and I went, holy bejesus, where the hell did that come from? Because my quads had grown so much. Oops. And my biceps and everything else, you know, I'm not I'm not a petite girl, and I don't, I, I honestly never really have been my entire life, and I probably never will be. Well. But I'm comfortable with who I am, so... Well, you know, here's here's the moment where we can uh, embarrass some of your friends uh, that <laughs> and followers on your Facebook page. Or maybe I shouldn't do that, but, but uh, if you are looking to see exactly what she's talking about and you want to chime in on, on the progress that she's made, of course, be positive. Be, be, be positive. Not that she's concerned with you either way, but be positive. You can always go to the September post, September 10th post. The side by side uh, a picture that you have up here, and uh, I think the the responses here have uh, spoken volumes as to how your fan base is, is taking a hold of you. We got 
We got a little cartoon wolf here blowing the whistle and doing applause. <laughs> we got some, some emojis with hearts in their eyes. We got, uh, looks amazing, look great, very sexy, strong, great job. I mean, and, and what, what is this, like 201 thumbs up? So I think that speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I love my fans to death, and, and I appreciate all of their support through everything. And it, it, it astonishes me, you know, really the response that I've gotten. Because I, I do go to shows um, that I'm not booked on. I, I pay for a ticket just like any other fan. Um, and I go in and I watch the show, and I have been bombarded, uh, maybe not bombarded, but I was approached very quickly the moment that I walked through the door and it was just a swarm of people and it was going, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So, uh, it, the, the support that's there, it's definitely there and it does definitely outweigh the negative that's out there. So... You know, not I'm not complaining by any means. Okay, well, you know, we don't, we don't want to make it come off as a complaint, but you know, we we have to put in the uh, the the positive leverage to the statements made about you know the looks and all that stuff like that. With reinforcement, we call it that. Yeah. So there there we have that, and I, I know that uh, that the uh, workout and the reinforcement that, that the fans have given so far we'll continue on um i'm also kind of curious as as much as much love as you've gotten from the fans how could you possibly go and and heal out on them you know because it, it sounds like Jeremiah is by nature kind of a, a brutal uh persona so you may not be so, the most loved person within the ring is is that uh that fair or or you just kind of go anyway the wind blows um, so my fans are very understanding on who I am as a wrestler. So, yes, I go in there and I, I go, well, I'm trying to think of a proper, I, I go balls to the wall. Um, <laughs> That's good enough. You know, yeah. So they know that I'm going in there and I, I you know, I've had a chance of Kira's going to kill you, you know, Kira's going to do this, Kira's going to do that. And they know I'm, I'm there to fight. I'm there to win. And they understand that I'm not going to always be happy-go-lucky, cheerful, um, bouncing up and down sort of person. I, I'm, I'm just not that way. I'm not, I'm not giddy. I'm not, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not serious all the time, but I'm not the, the bubbly, licious cheerleader slash, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> uh, the, the, the majority of the ways that I would explain this, a lot of people have these names. So it's really hard. Okay, well, share <laughs> shots. I'm not, I'm not person but at the same time you know there are disrespectful people out there and and if if i feel like 
they don't deserve my love and affection, you know what? You're going to hear it. Period. Fair enough. And I'm 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 very much a, uh, black and white. There's hardly any gray area. You either like me or you don't. And if you don't like me, then too bad. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, by the way, for those that were paying attention to this interview from start to finish, the name that I forgot earlier was Tenru. So it was Tenru and Hogan versus Legion of Doom in Japan. That was back in 86 or something like that. So anyway, I just had to get that out. Now, now that I've roped that back around, um, going back forward towards uh, the reasons that you're out, uh, one of the things that you also had on here and that, that you, I don't think you touched on at the time that you were uh, going through the full explanation, uh, and I'm not sure, is it okay to, to bring up the stuff that you put in this? I mean, I know you put it in a post, but I want oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah. I'll go ahead. It's fine. It's, okay. So during rehab and everything else I started having weird symptoms I started having chest pains um, you know I was working out all the time and, and things just weren't feeling right um, and I had gone to the doctor and they talked to me for a little while and they were trying to figure out what's going on and they said you know uh, we've had x-rays done your chest looks fine I've, I've even gone to the the, the ER thinking I had a heart attack because the pain was so intense. Um, <clears throat> the chest pain, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they just, they couldn't figure it out. They Nobody really put their hands on me, but it just, it nothing added up. So they ended up um, sending me for a mammogram. Um, and basically, if you don't know what a mammogram is, they, they take an image of your breast tissue and, you know, you, they squeeze it and do a really mean things, and you go about your day. And they told me everything should be fine. We're just going to take these images, and then, you know, you'll, we'll just send you on your way. thing is, is that the lady <laughs> didn't really explain anything to me other than that, and because of basically how young I am. Okay. Uh so she took the images. She goes, hold on. We need to take some more of this side. I said, oh, okay, that's fine. And she takes these images and she goes, I'll be right back. And she left. And when she came back, um, there was a doctor there and an ultrasound tech said, we need you to come with us. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. Oh. They pull me in there. They do an ultrasound of my breast trying to figure out what is going on. Um, and they had actually found uh, a total of five masses in both of my breasts. And they there was one that really rose a lot of concern because of the size of it. Uh, so at that point, I was referred to um, an oncologist. And the oncologist uh, required a biopsy. Um, my first biopsy was pretty cut and dry. Uh, and I was called for the results and they said, we need you to come back. Said, okay. <laughs> um, 
went back in. I was required to do another biopsy. Uh, at the time, um, they also did a lumpectomy. They removed that mass. Uh, my doctor was phenomenal. Uh, it, it's not something I want to experience every day, but they try to make it as comfortable as possible. Um, like, they even give you, oh, what are those things called? The, um, the essence oils or whatnot. I'm, I'm not big into it. But they give you little patches that smell like lavender and sandalwood and trying to keep you calm. Okay. And after that, I had gotten a call about the results. And they had informed me that I needed to come back to the office. And I'm going, well, my life is just fantastic, isn't it? And uh, they had informed me that the larger mass that they had took out um, was it, it had some abnormal cells. They were worried about it. They wanted to go ahead and take out the rest. Um, so they did that. And where they took tissue at between the biopsies and everything else, they actually left um, little titanium clay clips to notify, hey, there was something here. <clears throat> and during this entire time, I'm on chemo. And I've lost my hair, and my mouth is covered in sores. I can't eat. I ended up drinking a lot of protein shakes and became, you know, a pretty good customer for Smoothie King. And, you know, chemo is no joke. I'm going to be completely blunt, honest, truthful here. Chemo is absolutely no joke. I I would receive my treatment. And for about two days, I was completely wiped. I'd want to sleep all day. I didn't want to do anything. And I was sick as a dog. Uh, and, but it was something that needed to be done. And, and I understand that it's not something I ever want to do again. <laughs> uh, but it was necessary. And, big thing with it all is it was essentially stage one breast cancer, which is, it it sounds silly because everybody's like, hey, you know, I had stage four, stage three, and I survived. So it's not a big bragging thing that I like to talk about. I will speak about it. Um, It's not my favorite topic in the world. It is something that I had to go through. And that actually is part of the the delay in my training and me trying to figure out if I wanted to come back because, you know, I had just done this. Is is it really going to be worth it? Because, you know, if if this thing spreads like wildfire, you know, I can die. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I already beat death once. How am I going to beat him a second time? So I had a lot of internal battles within myself over the whole situation. And, you know, it's just, you know, a, a woman and her breasts are like, you know, united. It's kind of like men and their manhood. If you if you take that away, you know, it's kind of defeating in it, its own little... In its own way, yeah. Yeah, in its own way. So it, it's part of your identity, I guess, is the best way to put it. So the... 
I mean, it was a rough patch. I got through it. I have, I actually um, have a really good friend that is still a wrestler, um, and she was great support throughout the entire thing. And I had other friends that were really supportive, and I had one friend end up buying me a bubblegum pink wig just to, uh, because I made a comment about, you know, when I started the chemo, I'm just going to buy a bubblegum pink wig and wear it every day. And she ended up buying me one. It was it was awful, but I loved it. it was awesomely awful. Oh yeah, it was awesomely awful. Yeah. So I that that's pretty much the the whole ordeal. It, it's kind of whatever, and you know I feel really bad for the people that were around me during that time frame because I was not pleasant. I I was not happy. <laughs> I, I was not cheerful. I didn't smile. Um, I spent a lot of time, you know, with internal battles and depression and and trying to grasp why why me. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, as time goes on, it, it's becoming a little bit more comfortable to talk about. And you know, but at the same time, I know there were people that, or there are people. And there have been people that have had it much worse than I have. And so me being, oh, well, I had it and I survived. Woohoo, go me. <laughs> mine, mine was very mediocre compared to some of these women that have, you know, have, you know, they, they get complete reconstruction of their breasts and they have no feeling because the nerve damage that's there from when they, they, do the mastectomy and you know they they no, no longer have an areola because they've had to have tattoos or things along those natures that who am I <laughs> yeah okay I experienced it but who am I to complain about it who am I to say well you know what I'm a survivor you should love me mm. no 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 that, that's that, I don't play like that so you know, and and anybody, anybody of any kind of cancer that is out there, I, my thoughts are with you. My prayers are with you. I, I, I feel for you. I really do. And I know it sucks. And, you know, I was lucky enough that I didn't have to go under radiation. But you can get past it. And if it's terminal, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't even imagine in a million years, you know, the, the thoughts and everything else you have to go through. I've had family go through it, and it's, it's absolutely awful. And, you know, it's not something to joke about. It's not something that you just start casual conversations about. It, it's a very dangerous thing, and. Everybody suffers, whether you're a patient or your family or your friends or something along those lines. Everyone suffers from it at some point. So, and if you don't suffer from it, you know what? I'm I'm so thrilled for you. You're very lucky. But, uh, like I said, you know, my heart goes out to anybody that that's struggling. And if you are struggling with it. And you know who I am, you know, 
feel free to send me a message. You want to just vent for a second because people just don't get it. I get it. I, I may not have it as bad as everybody else, but I do understand the basics of what happened. And so, or what happened, mine's past, sorry. So, so I think, uh, is it safe to say that this was a uh, life-changing event? It was. It, it really, really was. It was eye-opening. It was it, it was something that really turned my world upside down. And, you know, I, I do have children and, and my children do not know what happened for the most part. My daughter understands. She kind of put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son's young enough that he didn't quite get it. He just knew mommy was tired. Okay. So, uh, but being this severe and and that big of a deal, it, it definitely made me go, okay, um, we've we've got to we got to do something. And and once it was done, it was one of those. I have a second chance. I I I get to be me. I can do me. And so, as much as it sucks to say. That's one of the biggest reasons why Kira is back today. That is one of the biggest reasons why I have fought and struggled and put in hours at the gym and hours training and, and you know, whether I'm, like, to the point of tears because I'm on the Stairmaster or whatever I'm doing at the time because it, it just sucks, you know? <laughs> So this, I knew my fans make it worth it. So this is a good portion of why. Okay, it's time time to make the return. Yes. Now, yes. It, now is because, that? The, I'm sorry, but uh, is that the sole reason, or is that just the majority? It, it's a very good chunk of it. Um, okay. There, there's a lot of reasons that go behind it. You know, my knee thing, you know, I struggled through that. And, you know, like I said, I, I faced death um, with that pulmonary embolism. The, people die from that every day. And the fact that I, I had that and I beat that. And then I turned around and got slapped in the face again with the big C word. And I survived that one. It, it makes you look back and think, okay, if I can do this, what else can I do? What am I going to be capable of? What am I going to be able to succeed at? Who am I to become, essentially? So, you know, it, I I felt that those those are the two big events that happened that really – made me want to come back, you know, plus, you know, my, my fans have been asking forever and I, I, I love them to death. I, I still spoke to some of them, you know, throughout the time that reached out to me. And the big thing is, is I love the sport and I gave up on something that I love. And, you know, you only get to live once. So if 
if all of these bad things are out there and all of these things are going to happen to you, no matter how hard you work for it or how hard you try or no matter what wall you bump into, why give up? Why quit? Like the whole thing of, you know, you said positive reinforcement. Well, positive reinforcement equals positive results. So if you start to think positive and you think you can and you understand what's going on, then guess what? You can do it. So that's pretty much it. Wow. You know, I I can honestly say I wasn't expecting to get (laughs) half of what I got in this this interview, I mean, that I, I know where the clips are now, certainly, that, that uh, need to be put out there. If, if for no other reason that somebody else may need to hear it. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, we need to we need to clip that out so it, so your story can be heard. Uh, I mean, that, that sounds like quite the journey. And I know you openly acknowledge that, hey, it's not the uh, most downtrodden or drastic version of it that could exist but it, you have dealt with it you've, you've walked through it and and you understand just by virtue of having uh been there so i mean hats off to you for for making it through and then surviving it fighting fighting back and get back in the ring using it as you as a motivation and all that good stuff so hey But, well, I I appreciate it, but I, I I don't think it's that big of a deal. But that's you know I'm I'm me, so you know I mean, I'm just looking outward. So. Oh come on, you, you essentially had a match with death. How's that not a big deal? Well, you know, here's the thing with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know, I was like, you're tough, as tough as nails, clearly. So you'd be able to do the things that you've done. Well, thank you. I definitely do try. Oh, yes. You need a, you need a pat on the back. <laughs> I'll be sure to do that this evening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Officially speaking, is there a, a date of return? I know that you've already begun taking bookings and and all that good stuff. We're gonna we're gonna rope this back into wrestling land <laughs> just for a second. Uh, so, is there an official date that is sitting to say, "Hey, this is the day that I step back into the ring and kick this, this there, there tour of brutality off again"? Day. Okay, what is it? Oh. Um, I actually cannot disclose that. Oh. Uh, so, the big thing is, is that if you're into wrestling, you have to show up. Uh, I don't know if it will be announced. I'm not sure. Um, but my official first match back, um, has been set in stone, uh, um, I don't know exact details or anything like that, but I can tell you um, I would be out in the lookout next month. Okay. For sure. All right. So, and, and, and you know, and just. 
for the sake of uh, this, because I don't think we actually officially say, hey, this is the area that you are in. So I'm not going to name no promotion, but I'm just going to say, okay, now what, what area are we are we talking about? What, what area do you live? And then they can kind of assume the proximity from that point out. Um, I actually am located in DFW, Texas. Okay. Uh, that's like the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, okay. However, I do I do travel a lot. Oh, and so, okay. Um, so my estimation is a little bit wrong. I, I, I was assuming that it'd be close to home or something like that. I don't know. It, it actually is going to be within driving distance of my, my place of residence. Okay. Um, uh, the further out um, shows that I am booked for, uh, they are going to be um, either out of state or down towards, you know, San Antonio area and and, and things like that. So, uh, but I'm sure the majority of those will be announced. Um, I do have one match announced on Facebook. Uh, for if you're in the San Antonio area, I'll be down at uh, Texas Wrestling Entertainment. It'll be on December 12th. That is the only date that I can announce. I do know um, that I have accepted bookings in Oklahoma and Florida, and there's still some talk within uh, Arkansas as well. Okay. So, so just to, just to recap this here. Uh, and without giving up any dates, because, you know, you, you, you've already said that officially you can't actually lay down a date. But if you're a fan and you're wanting to possibly see her make the make the big return, then you, you'd want to keep your eyes out to some promotions that are within the, the that are, I don't know, we'll say surrounding the DFW area. Uh, but certainly October, you you want to keep your eyes open in October. That that uh that fair. Yes, definitely. Okay, so that, there you go. You keep keep your eyes open in October, and you may see some brutality make a return. I'm just saying. Oh, you will. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know that, that well, okay. they they gotta know which promotion to go to. So, but you know, I'm I'm not trying to spoil any surprises or or, or you know cause any rift in the promotions. But I'm just gonna say. For those that's listening, you got to keep your eyes open. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, and maybe, just maybe, she may drop some hints on some of her social media as to where you might want to be. I'm, you know, I don't know. You got to stay tuned. You got to pay attention. <laughs> so, so there, I just want to put that out there. And, and I heard you say you're going to Florida. Now how you gonna come right over Georgia and go to Florida? I haven't been contacted by anybody in, in Georgia, so I do apologize for that. And uh, Karen Meyer needs I mean, to make an appearance Atlanta. in uh, Atlanta promotion or there of the surrounding areas. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll keep a lookout. <laughs> well, you know, I'm always pushing for that. When I, when, I, when I do come across these talents, I always push for the promoters here. I need to go ahead and make contact and get, you know, you know, get these get these ladies into some of our promotions here. There's there's plenty of places to go, and all of them may not have the same uh, ideals as I do, but I push for it anyway. We'll put it that way. Well, I respect that. Thank you. Uh, you know, 
And it, it is my business, so to speak. <laughs> and I'm also going to assume that Oklahoma, you, you already said that because right here is you got, you've already got your appointment for blood work and physical. So it looks like you, you're getting yeah. ready. Oh, yeah. And, and, and luckily with um, the blood work and the physical, that actually uh, Louisiana has um, a boxing commission as well that requires or has certain requirements for it. And I can use them for both. So uh, luckily there, you know, I got, I've got that. So, but, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's a big uh, thumbs up for promoters out there, too. What's that? I said, so that's a big thumbs up for promoters out there in Louisiana, too. You say you got your, you're going to Oklahoma, but you say it operates for both, right? Oh, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll travel just about anywhere. Well, well, you know, that that would be another uh, question to ask. With this return, the real thing would be goals, because now you're, you're kind of reestablishing yourself. Um, and the landscape has changed in the last couple of years. You know, the, the landscape of women's wrestling has altered and shifted, and uh, some of the people that you've worked with have kind of moved about and so on and so forth. Uh, new promotions have popped up, you know, the, the whole nine yards. So are there any particular goals that you have kind of laid out in front of you? Like, hey, if I, if I can make this return, these are the things that I want to do. Um, so my biggest goal has been the return. That has been my main focus. Um, and then, you know, as for goals other than that, the big thing is staying true to who I am and, you know, what I've become, you know, I've grown over the years. I've learned, I've tried my hardest, whether, you know, somebody appreciates it or not. It, you know, I've always put in all the effort I can. Um, I mean, we all have the ultimate goal of, you know, either some sort of high dollar promotion or traveling overseas or anything like that. Um, and, and that's, that's across the board for any wrestler. And if that is not your goal, chances are you don't belong in wrestling. So, uh, but as like individual goals, um, you know, I just, I, I'm, I'm here to dominate the women's division. And, you know, while we're kind of on that, it's not just the women's division. Because I absolutely hate the fact that we are segregated. Because it's not about man or woman or this or that. It's about you step in the ring and you are a wrestler. I don't care if your gear is pink or purple or yellow or orange or brown or black (laughs) or if you have parts that I don't or vice versa. We are wrestlers and so when you step in that ring you fight as such. 
and and so I, maybe that's that's my goal is this this whole segregation of you know women's wrestling and men's wrestling and and all of these things you know women have grown within the business and you have some phenomenal workers out there and so it really it if they can go like a man put them in the ring with a man whether they succeed or not you know that that's up to them but you know that's probably just me because you know i'm, I'm built very similar to a guy <laughs> i'm tall i'm built and so you know i'm, I'm not afraid by any means i, I see so that's yeah that, that that would probably have to be one of the biggest ones plus the, the other big thing is um, looking at women's wrestling like a special attraction. I hate that to death because, you know, we put in the same work. We have the same boots. We have the same gear. We, we work just as hard, if not harder, than some of the men that are out there because of the fact that we are girls. We automatically have that tag on us. And it has changed. It has evolved. It just hasn't evolved enough for what I like. It, and, and that might sound really silly and be like, well, there's been great steps in women's wrestling. Yes, there have been amazing steps. And I, but, you know, in my opinion, it's not enough. You know, if we can go, let's go. But, yeah, it's that's pretty much it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, that's that, that, I can I can see that. I mean, there are several promotions that uh, that are uh, catered to the intergender matches. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that's become a, a novelty in and of itself. Uh, and yes, you're correct. There there have been leaps and bounds. I mean, we just came off the May Young Classic and. Because I was able to review that and from start to finish, so you know, again, a quick plug for me. If you haven't seen it and you want to know what it's about, go on to our page and listen to the podcast. I describe it in full. Um, but how about this? I'm going to lay out a few scenarios, and you just tell me uh, whether that's something that you would be relatively interested in, or you're like, okay, look, no, it's probably not likely that I would do that, or whatever the case may be. That that sound good? Okay. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. As for, so we're going to lay out potential goals in the business. Uh, being that Shimmer is pretty close to you, would that be something that you'd be interested in? Oh, yeah. Shimmer is a phenomenal promotion. Um, they have some of the best of the best there. And if you've never seen Shimmer, uh, you can go to pretty much any used DVD place. Um, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, we have movie trading company and that sort of stuff. And you can find DVDs all the time. Uh, you can order them online. You can order matches and, and things along those, na that nature. But if it's, you've never seen it, you, you wouldn't understand because that, that is like the game. If, if they, uh, what? How am I trying to explain this? <laughs> they're, they're pretty it, much the pinnacle uh, as far as women's wrestling outside of a televised promotion. Uh, it, it, how, how's that? 
Yeah, yeah, that that works. You know those chair shots. <laughs> That's right. The chair shots are still oh. bothering you. <laughs> oh yeah, those 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 chair shots. Maybe my ponytail's a little too tight. No, well, well, that comes with a chair shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay. But, yeah. Okay, so Shimmer's on, on the the radar. Uh, they have two sister promotions, so to speak. Shine, which you are going to Florida. I don't know if you're going to Florida for that, but I'm going to assume that Shine would also be something that you would be uh, in favor of. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, now, Rise is a little bit of a different animal, and that is primarily built uh, for women that, I don't want to say just getting in, but looking to up their in-ring education let's put it that way because i believe shine works a bit differently and that is more a seminar that you kind of get to go to and and uh you could get booked on a show while you're there uh, something of that nature and, and and i did talk to somebody about it so i might not be doing it justice but i know it, that is basically uh kind of what that does um <clears throat> Would Rise be something that you would think about, or is that not really what you would want to do at this stage, uh, or any opinions about it at all? So the big thing on that is it doesn't matter how long you've been in the business. It doesn't matter how long you've wrestled. You can always learn something. I love seminars. I personally, you know, may not be able to do the whole thing, and I'm sitting there drenched in sweat going, oh, my gosh, what did I sign up for? I actually paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, sometimes you end up so physically exerted, you're, you're vomiting, and, and, and that's the realistic part of it is you're – you're so hot and sticky and gross and you got you're learning from some of the best of the best and you're willing to put in all of this effort you know you you really do learn a lot at those sort of things and to say that I am above rise would be very insulting towards the promotion because I don't believe there's a whole lot of people that can say that they can't learn anything. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm always up for learning something new and or coming up with new things or something along the, that nature is, you know, that's a big thing about watching wrestling when you're training or even if you're currently a wrestler and you're watching, you're, you're learning, you're studying, and you can point out little things, and you're going, oh, that's pretty cool. How do you do that? Let, let, let's do that in slow-mo. Or you go up to work and do that, that move phenomenal. How did you do it? Can I use it? <laughs> sort of thing. And so, yeah, I, I, would, I would definitely consider it. Okay. Working overseas, I mean, I, and I ask this in relation to, I know there are some that um, I consider extremely talented, 
Uh, and I, these people I will name by name, the rock and roll Roxy. I think she's a uh, very talented, uh, the Black Widow, Brianna Call, very talented. But I, and I also know that most of them really have no aspirations to uh, take gigs like that, unless they really, really, really suit their need, mainly because of the family that they would have to leave behind to do it. So I bring this up to you: Would an overseas gig be something that is doable? Because I know that you know. Life is a is a different animal when when you have other people that are dependent on you. So, um, actually, yes. Okay. Uh, it is doable for sure. Uh, my family is actually very understanding um, and very supportive, and so uh, if it were the the opportunity were ever to arise, uh, it would definitely be a a thing that would be greatly considered uh, depending on the situation and you know there, there's a lot of little factors that go into it mm-hmm. and uh, I actually um, my my real job in the real world is very understanding and they think it's absolutely awesome that I wrestle and so I'm allotted you know whatever time I need if, if I need to take a couple weeks you know yeah, have a have a great time. Well, that's that's great. So, yeah, but now and I also say this in relation to uh, uh, some other people I know where they where they've taken the opportunity to go overseas, but they've had to sign essentially sign on with that promotion for I, I want to say one of them's Diane. Um, that's the actual name of the promotion. Uh, Stardom. I, I know. I, I don't know if they had the same terms underneath them but basically when they leave they're leaving for most at a time now to, to do right. that would, would that be I mean it, it, I know you said it would be kind of based on what the terms are if it was for a few weeks like a, a two week tour I'm assuming that would be fine but to say hey I'm, the starter promotion called me and they want me to go for the next three months they, you know for the fall quarter uh, would that be something that you'd be like, hey, I, I, I'm time to go, time to hit it, or you, I'll politely pass? Um, it, it really just depends. It, it really would. Um, you know, when it is in the year, uh, what's going on at that time, you know, what's, what's going on in my personal life, on whether that decision would automatically be a yes or a no. Um, and then... A lot of the time when it comes to that sort of stuff, it, they, they put you up, they take care of you, and, you know, you don't really have to worry about a whole lot, and you definitely get paid. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, make no it, mistake about that. You're getting your money. And but the, the other really big factor that goes into it is the experience that you get to have. So... Is it really going to be worth, you know, being gone for three months? Life goes on, yeah, but the life experience that you get to have in those three months in a completely different country is, you can't beat that. You really can't. And being able to do the thing you love, that's insane. So, uh, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not saying yes. I would go right then. <laughs> it, but but it's certainly so worth thinking about. To say that, but at the same time, I've got to get my affairs in order, and you know, I do have my children, and need to make sure everything's taken care of for them. Uh, that way, you know, I can go about what I need to do, okay. and, and you know, basically experience something that a lot of people in life. You know, most people never leave their own state, let alone be able to experience something of that nature for that long. So, you know, but like I said, you only live once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I <Always> would <laughs> live it. <laughs> New motto. Life, live it. All right, I got oh, yeah. you. Okay, so uh, it is a, a fair assessment to say that uh, promoters that may be listening – you're a fair game. Just you know, talk it out and see what see what kind of uh, conclusion you can reach in terms of the promotion, the area, the time frame, so on and so forth. Yeah, definitely. And you know, if you're the the other big part of that is if it's out of state, that's not a big issue. I do have a lot of um, friends within the wrestling business that. Uh, I have no problem traveling with. Uh, they'll hop right in the car and we'll, you know, even if we have to drive straight through and straight back. Oh, well. Uh, I know a lot of people will be on board and go about it. So, it, you know, I can provide, you know, a full team of whoever and you, uh, that immediately cut, cuts costs and other things like that. So, um, there's there's always different ways to negotiate and and work it out. Uh, so, you know. Well, well, pretty... well I was gonna say I don't, I don't know how long that ride is from uh, Texas to Atlanta, but you know, certainly could be worth looking <laughs> into. I'm just And I, I always have to push for my home promotions now. You know, I get, can't, can't, oh, yeah. fault, no, can't I, fault I, me for that. <laughs> I do not. Not one bit. <laughs> and, I completely understand. That's right. But, you know, and, and once you're within city limits, that, that gives fair game for the Women's Person Network to catch you and put you up on the channel, which is which is what I'm all about. You know, I have to have to showcase the talent when I get the opportunity to showcase the talent. So for selfish reasons i'm always pushing for people to come so <laughs> i admit that well i i hear you guys have some pretty awesome waffle house too so yeah. well there you go <laughs> that See, might be worth it drive on out here and hit the waffle house up oh hit the waffle house up. yeah that's right i like it it's time for random questions time for random questions this is the point of the interview where just for, again, kicks and giggles, I'd like to ask some stuff that isn't necessarily wrestling-based. Now, just to hear what the response may be. Almost game okay. show-like. Right. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Which outweighs the other? The beauty or the brutality? Um, probably the brutality. What's the best horoscope sign and why is it Aries? <laughs> uh, 
uh, because simply I'm an Aries, I'm a ram. Aries is the war, or the and the Greek god of war. Um, and really, we're, we're the true-born leaders. We're amazing. I mean, kind of look at us. I mean, you look at, at, at different people within history, you know, a lot of them that took the lead, Aries, there are other zodiacs, yes. But um, I, in my personal opinion, we're 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 the best. Okay. Now, now, quick side note: I say that because you share a birthday with me. Well, that's that's because you're amazing, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm very thrilled to hear that. Not very many people have the same birthday. Yeah, you find it, you're like, hey, all right, that that immediately gave me the question right there. Uh, if you weren't getting your aggressions out in a pro wrestling ring, how would you do it? Um, so, like I said earlier, uh, I am a black belt in Taekwondo. Uh, parring is one of the easiest ways to get aggression out. Um, before, like when I was hurt and I was out, uh, I hit the gym a lot. Uh, if I if I can't do something physical, I go stir crazy. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Uh, but I do I did learn um, to to focus my aggression out on um, art. I actually uh, I can do graphics and I can on the computer and I'm actually pretty talented when it comes to drawing. So I, it's kind of like my we saw meditation sort of thing. Get out. You're an artist now, too? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to get It runs you. in the family, to be fair. To be fair, everyone in my family can either draw or sculpt or something along those lines. I'm going to have to get you to draw me a comic book or something. <laughs> I'm sure I can whip something up for you. you know, I haven't drawn in a long time, but I think I, I might have a few pictures that's uh, sitting up on my Facebook somewhere. So, anyway, <laughs> just saying. Maybe maybe that's a horoscope well, thing. I don't know. I, I originally had a singlet that um, uh, was it had a picture of a woman that was hand-drawn by me. And then uh, my trainer and actually my ex, uh, Michael Faith, his singlet has a bull's head that has M-Faith in the tribal. And so uh, I actually incorporated a lot into my my gear and, and my persona itself. You are just exceptionally talented. Listen to you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I, I can hear the blister in you right now. But <laughs> anyway, here we go. Next question. Why exactly are you seeking to engage in a pillow fight with Simply Luscious? Let me tell you what. <laughs> all right. Luscious and I go way back. All right way back and while we may not have always seen eye to eye actually um in the ring we never have seen eye to eye Mm -hmm. to be honest uh she is actually a phenomenal person and she is a phenomenal wrestler and uh it just so happened that we were chit-chatting and 
Luscious now has a couple of really adorable kids, and her husband is amazing. And uh, she's down in the San Antonio area, and we were talking it up, and she was talking about how she wanted to go to the gym and this and that. And I told her, you know, blah, blah, blah. And and she told me about the show and all this stuff going on. And I told her, you know, that's just part of my personality. I just said, well, um, there's no deal unless I get pillow fight. So we get a pillow fight, I guess. <laughs> Not the other half of that uh, question is is for the uh, creeper segment of the listening audience. Are is there a charge for admission? Oh, oh, you know we we may have to film it and, and it'll just be you know um, kind of like a pay per view or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know, you could send it over to the the uh, guy in California, and uh, I, I could, I could. Well, just tell you them know, that maybe the video costs like twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Do you know well, what the Legends Football League is? The Legends Football League. Yes. No. This question is based on a post that's the, that you essentially love football. So uh, I, w- I will fill in the blanks and say that the Legends Football League is a renamed football league, which is designed primarily for women, which also... Oh, uh, team down in Houston. I got you. Sorry. <laughs> they originally started with L. They didn't, it just wasn't a Legends at the time. Uh, you probably know it better as the lingerie bowl or football league. You know, they, they just tried to do that so that it would become more suitable for advertisers. In much the same way that right. the WWE has uh, changed it from, hey, we're not wrestling, we're sports entertainment. It's semantics. Right, right. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so, football or pro wrestling? I know the answer to that, by the way. It, it, it's going to be it's gonna be uh, wrestling for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I, do I was pretty sure about that. Don't get it wrong, but um, well, yeah. that's that's why I altered the question to, to be that football, not not the NFL. <laughs> it, you know. Yeah. Now I do I do know wrestlers that actually um, are a part of the league. Mm-hmm. So whether I can remember names or whatnot is irrelevant, but. Um, and I, I respect that, and you know they're they're hard, they're hard, and I'll leave the blank there, <laughs> and I give them props. And if I was younger, I would definitely be a part of it. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, you should just I'm go 100%. in your wrestling gear and steamroll through like you know through the line just because. Oh yeah, I'd totally do that. You know, that, just, just do it. And, and think about the publicity you'll get. It's like, you know, hey, you know, a wrestler came out here and just wiped out this entire team. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd never work anywhere ever again. <laughs> oh, well, I, I don't know now. You know, the publicity, come on. You, know, you telling me that a promotion out there would pick you up and, and if you was on the news like, this crazy woman just came out here and wrestling, get that, that, that's money. Right. Well, there's there's also like the big thing between good publicity and bad publicity. 
And so well, I, I don't, well, now the real I'm not key sure is, is, the is, public would take that. Well, that's true. But now the, the real key is that, you know, as long as you don't do anything that's uh, overly zealous or uh, or ridiculous while you're out there. I mean, you, you, you know, don't 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 hospitalize anybody. Now that, you know, that might be the bad publicity type deal. You know, you don't want to do that. Yeah. No broken bones or bruises. And, well, maybe a few bruises, but no broken bones, no hospitalization, no streaking. You know, no, no, you do those things. That's going to get you in trouble. Oh, I, I promise the no streaking thing. But, but if you just show up at a football game and let's say you just bust out on the field, you, you're rustling gear and you, you make an open challenge to any, any girl that's out there, you can take Anybody that can laugh at me for three minutes or whatever the case may be, I'm telling you, money. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, if I, I, I probably would have to have approval. Um, <laughs> probably. I, I be that person that's dragged out by security, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I could go. I, I could do that. Well, you know, just, just remember to tell them that this segment is brought to you by your local brewery or something, you know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> that, as long as you got a sponsor so so that you can pay the security off, I think you'd be fine. Uh, Monster Energy Drink, 5-Hour Energy, or Red Bull? Mm. So, um, if I had to pick from that list, it would yes. be Red Bull. Um, sounds like you have something outside of that list. I do. I actually... I I have a, a love hate relationship with Celsius. Why is it love hate? Um because they keep adjusting everything and so I get used to a taste and then they adjust the formula and now it tastes completely different and it's one of those all right, I gotta get used to this one. So but uh <clears throat> uh I hear there's a, a few more out in the market that I'm gonna have to go and try, but I can't remember their names to save my life. But you're going to try. I just know. I, I'm, I'm going to have to try, definitely. So, so, but my go-to really is. So despite the fact that they've changed the uh, formula or the, or the taste, you still buy the product. So, oh, yeah. So, you, oh, yeah. so you're mad with them, but you're mad with them temporarily until you drink the drink, and then you're like, oh, okay, I can deal with that. Pretty, pretty much. Just like a woman, right? <laughs> you know, I think you may need to look into the uh, recipe that they have. If you if you have that kind of love hate relationship with a product, maybe they may be slipping something in there. I don't know. I'm just, you know, maybe. Celsius is actually all natural. They use uh, ginseng and uh, vitamin B12 and a, a lot of products. That's why I prefer it. It's a little bit more natural than like downing a rebel and. Uh, the, the way that that one works is it actually helps you burn calories hmm. while you're you consume it. It's now it, it can have some side effects, like especially if you don't eat, you know, your stomach's going to be upset and things like that. But that's pretty much with every energy drink. So, but I also love the taste of ginseng, and uh, it also has like a ginger taste to them too. The hmm. orange one does. So. You know, I smell a sponsorship. You know, I need to retract what I said about the the uh, beer thing earlier. I think you need to be getting a, a a sponsorship from them. 
Either that or buy stock, one of the two. <laughs> well, stock will just put you back. Well, I guess you, you'll get something from it if you sell it. But you need, you need to get sponsorship. You just need the, the, the dollars sent directly to you. Oh, yeah, there you go. Just just come out to the ring with a case of Celsius every single time. I'd be all right with that. Well, well you know, if Brock Lesnar can walk around with shorts that say Jimmy John's on it, then I'm pretty sure you can have your uh, drink sponsor. And and nobody's going <laughs> to give Brock a hard time about having a sandwich company on his shorts. <laughs> right. <laughs> not too many people anyway. Uh, well, I'm not going to give him a hard time about it that for damn sure. So <laughs> he can wear what he wants. <laughs> so I, I go to Jimmy John's right along with him. <laughs> okay. So now we've gotten that out of the way. That was the, the random questions portion finally fantasy booking fantasy booking fantasy booking is built on the concept that i am of the belief that every wrestler particularly the creative ones walk around with a uh, bit of a storyline or angle that's kind of wrapped up in their heads that they could break out at a moment's notice and and, and pitch off to a, a a promoter if need be so here's the point where we kind of put you on the spot and say Jeremiah, give me your personal fantasy booking. The, the only ruling here that I'm going to add into the, or the only caveat I'm going to put behind this is A, these have to be persons that are alive, meaning you can't book yourself off against Mr. Perfect or something like that. Uh, you know, they, they, ha- they need to be active individuals and and just to test your creativity a, a, a tad further, I'm going to also, and I know you're not going to like it, but it puts you in the bubble of give me a female opponent in, in, within this storyline that you produce. Alright, so um, if I were to, to pick a female, a single female um not doing a whole lot right now, but I do look at a lot of her footage. I do love the way that she looks, and and she's not the only one. I mean, I admire a, a lot of them, you know, and, and some of them aren't around anymore, like Trina and and Jazz is still around, and she still wrestles. She's amazing. Um, <clears throat> but I would actually have to go with Awesome Kong, aka Karma. Oh. Uh, and the big thing is, is that our styles are very similar. Um, uh, she's bigger than me. She's actually taller than I am. Uh, but I think size-wise, um, we compare pretty well. And that's just something that really intrigues me because of the fact of there's not very many of us. And when it comes to size... Uh, Size doesn't matter necessarily in the ring, but it definitely has its advantage. So, uh, storyline built on it, uh, you know, I really haven't put a whole lot of thought into it, but I would definitely feud with her for sure. Um, but you're a creative, but, creative young lady. Sorry? I said, but you're a creative young lady. I'm pretty sure you could toss out a. A storyline. What, what would you feud over? Didn't you, 
What, what would be the jump off point? What, what would create this feud? I, in all honesty, would I would say we would tag together, and at that point, you know, something would go awry, either you know, man problems or uh, you know, we decide that uh, you know this person's better than you, or we can go about the ways of hey, you know, you actually suck, you haven't been pulling your weight, what's the deal? You know, there's a million and a half different possibilities with that. And and in all honesty, I probably really would start with a tag because, you know, I I think it would get over, really. Um, And then at that that turning point, one of us would, you know, definitely turn heel, turn into a bad guy, um, probably go with Kong, Kong's got the very, um, she's she's larger in the physique. She's she's going to get her way, uh, and then proceed from there. You know, just fight, 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 brawl, and you know, see what who can do what to each other. Because a lot of my um, move bases are going to be. Targeted now. I can throw them on much bigger people, but at the same time, I think she would be my my challenge. Like the 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 one person that I would have to fight tooth and nail with in order to succeed. So, uh, and, and I I don't know if it would necessarily be over a title or at a certain promotion, but, or even a certain country, but it would definitely be something that would be looked for, in my opinion. Now, not everybody's going to agree with me. They're going to look at it and go, (laughs) well, that's just two big women fighting. What is this? You know, they both throw punches. They both chop. They both, you know, have big, massive moves. You know, I love throwing German suplexes. Not very many women do it. And it's, you know, it's one of my big move sets. I have several that are kind of unique to me. Um, people don't throw them uh, because they're they're not normally what you would see a woman try and do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it would creative-wise, I probably spit out a million and a half different scenarios and a million and a half different matches. Um, but my big thing is that it would be a brawl. It would be, you know, hard work. It would take a lot of dedication. And, um, you know, it, whoever prevailed in the end would definitely be, you know, top shit and if she won then you know I'd probably end up on my knees saying (laughs) yep you're awesome (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) be my friend again (laughs) (laughs) she's beating you towards being a friend all over again yeah there you go well see now that that is a good booking how about that And, and if they don't like it then hey this is your fantasy booking you can book whatever you want yeah, yeah. That's right. So we we have look. Somebody out there needs to go ahead and book it. And uh, 
we, we we've already put out her aliases of Awesome Kong and Karma and Amazing Kong, but uh, just just for those other people who haven't watched Glow, the television series, she's also Tammy on that uh, particular yeah. program, aka the Welfare Queen, which is ridiculous, but but ridiculous in a good way. It's funny. Yes, yes, I've, I've seen it. <laughs> And the fact that she was able to go on that show in the first couple of episodes and act like she had no earthly idea of how to wrestle is, is uh, I, I thought was brilliant. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. She's she's an amazing worker. I I I my hats off to her. I love her to death. So I've never never had the opportunity to meet her. Um, I don't know if she really takes any bookings down in Texas or in the surrounding states, but. She's she's top. I mean, pardon my French, but she's top shit. So, in my opinion, but you know, I'm kind of biased there. <laughs> well, you know what? You could be biased. You know that. And I will be. I'll own up to it. I'm pretty honest. You know. Well, well, now I'm waiting on you to fill that void because I'm not even sure she takes a bunch of bookings anymore. But I'm waiting on you to fill the void. Oh well, I'll get up on it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm 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 put that that pressure, that weight on you to be the next monster. Well, I will definitely attempt my best, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I get pretty close. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Not just close, you're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Now, see, as far as the uh, fantasy booking on my end of the court, which I use at, at my two cents in, generally speaking, that would have just played off of the whole injury deal. And since you've uh, kind of gotten past that, uh, I would say after months and months and months of you, or let's say months and weeks, dwindle it down a little bit. Of you sending videos and promos and hyping your return and, you know, getting everybody all excited and whatnot. You finally get into the ring of the promotion, if you're choosing, of course. And just before the bell rings, management rushes out to say, hey, no, look, I'm sorry. No, I got this paper. The doctor said you're not cleared. Which, of course, is upsetting, to say the least. And you try it again, you know, the following week or month or whatever the case may be, two or three more times. You always get shut down before you can ever get the opponent, which basically gives them a free win because now that, hey, by forfeit because you can't compete so and so which now pushes Kiermaier over to being just in a frenzy and now without the sanction of the promotion or any sort of restraint behind the rules of wrestling it just goes into a vicious rampage on all people that's in front of her which then thereby gives her the, the, the luxury of having a uh, full match without any rules or regulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could buy it. And that would have been that awesome storyline, you know, a few months ago when I started training and just work up to it. That would have been phenomenal. <laughs> uh, well, it would have worked, you know, if for no other reason, just to provide you this the, the gimmick of anybody that's going to work against you has to sign this waiver. 
And that's, right. that, and that's basically the only reason that I wanted. I was like, you know, I, I need you to sign this waiver. And, and ladies and gentlemen, we want to make it clear that the promotion has no responsibility to what this woman is going to do. You know, she has forced her way in here, and we don't want to, you know, keep denying this because it's creating more trouble than it's worth. But if you're willing to sign this waiver, whomever wrestler B happens to be, then you're, you're fair game. And then that right. continues until somebody steps up and stops the monster in her tracks. I love it. <laughs> Take that and run. Well, I guess it's too late for that now because you're already you're already cleared. Can't do that. Yeah, I'm already cleared. I've got all the you know. I've I've already uh, actually actually do have a letter from my orthopedic surgeon that I I. You know, it was one of those things he did as a joke, but I, I loved it so much I had it framed that uh, he gave me the clear to become a professional wrestler again. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. congratulations for that, that you are cleared officially. Yes, officially. <laughs> uh, well, I think you have you have been a phenomenal sport and managed to get through this entire thing without any problems. Bravo. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, except for those few chair shots, you know, I got, so, you know, it, it is what it is. Well, you know, yeah, that those things happen. But it had only been worse right. if you'd have said, what chair shot? So, <laughs> right. if you started doing that, then I'd really be concerned about you. Oh no no no! I've had I've had a few. <laughs> or if you turned around and say, "Hey, I'm ready to get started now," so you know, then then I would be uh, really concerned about <laughs> about your well-being. Right. <laughs> but but you have made it through. You've coasted. You've shown another side of Caramel for the fans to be able to listen to and really understand what what you been dealing with and i actually had way more questions but i was like man that was, it was flowing very well and i got way more out of it than i ever thought that i could and, and I, I had to leave some of this stuff just on the table uh, perhaps another time uh i certainly want to share uh, your email or at least the official email for those that are looking to book you and i'll put that off into the the description but you are taking bookings at officialkiramaya at gmail.com, correct? That is correct. So any promoters that's out there, I mean, we've talked about it, that you are open, raring to go. The uh, location is not a, a big issue. Of course, they want to be a legitimate promotion, not just uh, looking for an oil bath or whatever the heck that guy was looking to do. So you want to want to be somebody that has a, a legitimate promotion and some legitimate work underneath them. And uh, your social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, all Kiramaya, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. Uh, if it, it It's always going to be a variation of Kiramaya. It's either going to be official Kiramaya or it'll be Kira.Maya. Um something along those lines but it's safe to say if you search it out you will find it oh yeah definitely definitely uh 
Now, there is another Kiramaya that I guess is a public speaker. Um, so if, if you just put in wrestler, usually usually <laughs> you don't have any issues. Well, just toss wrestler behind that thing, and then you'll, then you'll find her just fine. Is, it, is, that, oh, yeah. is that what we're saying here? We're, we're saying, yeah, that's, that's exactly what we're saying. Okay, so that, there we go. I, I think that, that covers it. You are you are very well covered from top to bottom on social media. Everybody's going to be able to find you. And I am going to make sure that I do that myself. <laughs> For the Women's well, Promotion Network. Got to go ahead and get connected. So any final words before I... We, we polish this thing on up. I, I think I want to thank you first off before you say anything that you you share it quite a bit, and I I think it's been a really good interview for at least on in my opinion. Uh, so any any final things that you like to share uh, or or final statement so on something like that. Well, the I first of all thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, the, the big thing is is that uh, everybody's real. Um, some people expose more information than others. I'm pretty much an open book. So uh, if you have questions, I have no problem answering them uh, within reason. There, there is an asterisk there. Uh, there is within reason. Um, chances are, no, I won't show you my scars. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to send full body pictures. No, I don't, I don't do certain things. Um, just going to get that out of the way. Uh, uh, but you know, I am, I am real. I am, I, I believe in honesty and truthfulness. And so I, 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 I play pretty well on that, um, and I, I believe that more people should be honest in the world, but that's just my personal opinion. I understand, you know, making little white lies to save somebody's feelings, but within reason. Um, and then uh, I guess to my fans, I love you. It's awesome. Uh, you guys are great. And any new fans that's welcome aboard, feel free to contact me anytime. Uh, and that's about it. I mean, just keep out on the lookout. You know, you never know where I'll end up. Uh, I've traveled numerous places, been to many promotions, and, you know, don't always believe everything that you see or hear on social media because it's not always going to be true. And, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. And we appreciate you. You've been a fantastic guest, and I want to close out with uh, giving all this good stuff again. So for for uh, promoters out there, just search Kiramai in some variation, shape, way, shape, or form: Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. She's available and all of that. And as for the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, you can go to WPNWrestling.com for the website, which is usually the focal point. And the nexus for all other social media, that being Facebook, Women's Pro Wrestling Network, all one word. Same as our YouTube channel. And as far as Instagram and Twitter, 
That's WPN Wrestling. So you can uh, follow us on those outlets as well. Still, still working those up. I haven't done that as much as I've done the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is pretty much the front runner in that, but uh, follow us on those other things because we're working on those too. So with that, I, I want to thank the uh, beautiful brutality Kiramaya for coming on to the show and sharing of herself and her career and the return that she has. I, I think that, like I said before, good interview. I enjoyed it, and it was quite informative. I got way more. Uh, I mean, it was touching stuff there. I, I must admit. So I'm, I'm really kind of pleased that you opened up and you shared that with me and the uh, listeners at large out here. And so now, as we close this thing on out, I can hit the Xbox and I can start uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. <laughs> so I want to thank everybody for, for listening to us kind of banter on a little bit here for the time being. And uh, be sure to follow us on all those platforms previously mentioned. And we'll catch you on the next show. So long, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.